The following content contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners. Do you, do you listen to yourself? All the time. I have a podcast. Listen, listen to yourself. Hi, ho there. Welcome. I'm your host Shayna B, and you are now tuned into Trying It, where we figure out life through experience with food facts and fuck shit i don't know if you can hear it sounds a little different actually what is it it sounds like silence because i am not in new york at the moment i am currently sipping a cup of coffee trying to record this podcast on my parents patio in charleston south carolina i took a trip down with my friend chelsea we drove well we i did not i slept most of the time Um, drove down from New York to visit our families and oh that was probably one of the most nerve-wracking trips just because travel is scary like something that used to be so fun and so exciting like I packed a bag of necessities that was like my disposable wipes I brought my own tissue and then even after I went on like my first bathroom break I was like this just does not feel safe like i've never had such anxiety i've taken two covid tests i have another one scheduled i have an antibody test that i took my results should come back in i'm sorry there's a lot to lay on y'all in like the first minute how are you happy happy july it is now july i hope that you have money for your july rent or i hope that you have the wherewithal to not care to pay for it because that's honestly where I am. Hold on, y'all. I just have to turn on a fan. What does that do to my sound? What does it sound like? Let's hear it. I like it. I like it. I think it... Oh, you hear the bird? Look at that. We, we getting some lovely gnat sound in here. All right now, bitch. Don't be taking my shine. You need to calm that down. Um, but yeah. Wow. Wow. Is this how we're going to behave? Is this how we're going to behave this whole time? Did you hear her? She just told me yes. But I like the fan. Madam. <laughs> I like the fan noise, though. I feel like it gives you, it lets you know we in a different place right now. But yeah, we're just chilling out on the patio. Mm. Is this bird going to be the equivalent of New York fireworks? I don't know what it sounds like in your neck of the woods, but the fireworks in New York City have been absolutely ridiculous and that's that's really saying something because noise just exists you know it's just it's just a part of the culture i don't know what it is about new york that they just want you to hear everything but the fireworks have sounded like explosive they have sounded like bombs it felt like a war zone going outside like where are the poor neighborhood children and scallywags getting getting these these high octane philadelphia liberty bell 50th anniversary fireworks displays like it's insanity where is this coming from i mean it will go until three four in the morning it is honestly ridiculous and even before we found this twitter thread 
a couple maybe like last week but me and fran have been saying like this is the nypd this is the military they are trying to displace us they're trying to put us what the hell is that oh y'all filming in the great outdoors is is something i think that was a cicada i'm i need to like act like i'm not a country girl um or was it a rattlesnake what is that oh my god what is that to quote cardi b um but yeah we have been saying that the fireworks have been trying to displace us been trying to put us in a state of fear trying to get us used to like being in a war zone and someone came out with a thread about said things and they also had receipts on how the u.s military does this in places abroad wow okay so i was talking about new york making noise it's just it's just the world the world the world makes noise i as a creature of the world should know that i too make noise anywho so hear me out y'all so i decided that since i do an episode a month that the segment of ketchup mustard is still relevant and actually quite necessary because i have to catch you guys up on what's been going on throughout the month so without further ado ketchup mustards Ooh, my voice a little Let me just take a sip of this coffee that my mom so lovingly made for me. I'm sure you're going to hear her at some point um, of this episode. She's currently in the house making breakfast right now, which is honestly, it's like the older I get, the more I see how much we are alike. And I remember being like 15 years old thinking, I will never, I will never be like you. And then you grow up and you realize like, wow, how much your parent put all like the the best of themselves into into you how they raise such a great amazing sound person like all the qualities that my mother not all of them not all of them the majority of the qualities that my mother gave me especially when it comes to like being compassionate and being considerate and just being giving I definitely get from her oh that was a little mini ode to my mom she'll never hear this because she will never listen to this podcast but anywho so last month i recall telling y'all that me and the homies had to get war gear in order to go to a protest and fucking ridiculous um but we went and it's honestly interesting being like in the beginnings of a revolution of like you know a social uprising because the protest i went to like everyone seemed to like want to help and be in the mix but like there was no organization and as i believe it's stokely carmichael what does stokely change his name to tunde kwame kwame tour he changed his name to kwame tour but he was saying something he said something r.i.p about how like you just have to have organization you can't go out into it alone that's besides the point i mentioned this protest to like really say that i'm not i'm not like a protest girl like when i went to that first protest it really was like oh this is just a hodgepodge of all of us like coming together like wanting to do something but not knowing what to do a beautiful sight to see in itself but also ooh, i can't take the chaos y'all i watched what is that movie nope is that my mom <laughs> hi mom what's for breakfast thank you bacon eggs grits and beef corned beef pan thanks mom and some biscuits. Yeah. And she got jelly. And jelly. Oh, this is a side of jelly? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Mommy. All right, I'll take a break and eat my breakfast. You want to, like, do we have a table today? I don't know. This is your house. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, I took a break to eat breakfast, as you just heard, obviously. Um, kudos to my mom. Corned beef hash is the shit. I don't know. Is that, like, a regional thing? I fucking love 
corned beef hash is one of my favorite breakfast treats and I highly recommend it for everybody. Are she sure she didn't put liquor in this? Um, but anywho, as I was saying, I'm not good with chaos. I watched Uncut Gems. It was a movie that was chaotic, each scene, one after the other. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not... Oh, wow, another caterpillar. I'm getting distracted being outside, y'all. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a protest girl. I definitely was more in college. Like, I think I was just, like, more hopeful. I was on my civil rights tip, and I was like, not in my generation. The buck stops here. Ah, 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 ah. And then I quickly realized, like, no. People have been fighting for years and decades and centuries honestly have been fighting for rights and it doesn't it doesn't happen just because like everybody's fed up and I knew that I knew that and I think I'm reliving it again because there was a point after college after college Walter Scott died or excuse me Walter Scott was murdered on camera by a cop in my hometown um and it was just like, ah, so it continues. And then as I was living in Charlotte, I think that's what really took it over the edge is that I was living in Charlotte uh, during the time that Keith Lamont Scott was murdered. And I remember like everyone was just like so frustrated. And of course there were protests and there were even riots, but I didn't want to join in because I was like, if I go out to protest, like it's not going to be on some peaceful shit. Like I remember just wanting to like, hit people and just feeling like vehemently angry at everybody like just mad I was like if I go out and somebody make me mad I'm gonna get arrested like I'm gonna get into a fight uh and that was really like the mindset that I've had going forward of like I'm just not a protest person because we went to me and Fran we went to the black trans lives protest at the Brooklyn Museum which was an incredible sight and a really positive experience but as soon as we got home i think there was a story that like someone was shot and murdered in brooklyn by cops and got shot like 44 times i don't we haven't even been able to like pinpoint what exactly happened we really think that like a lot of nypd is like playing hush hush and we're not gonna figure this stuff out for like months at a time but it was just like that happened the very next day i believe that toyin um this activist toyin salu she was murdered after being violated by someone who like should have been on her side you know like that one really hurt because you do all this like fighting and enough is enough and we not gonna take this like I can't imagine I don't know how many times like we've been just yelling like enough is enough and then you get home and you see like no it's not people just gonna continue to do what they want and so I've just been in a really pessimistic state when it comes to like the fight and I've just been I'm a living I'm a die in this system and it's it's frustrating and it's saddening and it's depressing honestly because I really like for a minute was just sitting here like so there's nothing that can be done you know and it just it sucks to sit in that and to to really feel to feel it to feel that you're just in this system a cog in the wheel so to say like I really I feel like oftentimes I'm living like a sims character like I'm just kind of here for the output of other for the for the enjoyment and pleasure and I don't know for the spectacle of other people (sighs) I don't really know how to put it into words I'm just so empty I feel and it sucks because I know that that's what like 
the oppressor wants they want you to feel like oh you there's nothing that can be done get your ass back in line and i'm about to say this and i know it probably sounds naive after the decades the centuries that black people have been fighting but damn it's hard to to come up from under this shit to like uproot a whole system i see now truly now how like okay there's, there's a reason that we still fight in this fight and a lot of it is because like in my opinion i'm gonna say in my opinion a lot of it no it's a fact it's a fucking fact a lot of it is like problems within the community as well and i hate to be this person i promise i'm not gonna shameek more y'all i promise to god i'm not gonna do that um but you just see like the problems the system of just it feels it feels like when mulan like was trying to climb up that rope thing with like strength and honor them little dumbbells and she was wrapping herself and then she fell and shang was just like we got a long way to go and then the song started let's get down Mm -mm." but anywho like that's how i feel it's just like oh we got so many issues i'm especially thinking about the death of toyin and what happened on twitter the very like the very what next four hours that that story broke and just how like ooh. Y'all really don't think that all trans lives matter. Y'all don't think that all black women lives matter. Y'all like y'all really want to keep this movement cis and we're just not really getting like how oppression works and how when the most marginalized of us are suffering, like none of us, none of us will ever get freedom until the most marginalized of us are free, as well as how many of us are looking for capitalism to save us out of this or how many of us like want to be black capitalists and it's just like all right we got a we got a lot of lessons that we have to have here and i think a lot of that made me feel like oh we ain't never getting out of this we ain't never gonna get out of this if y'all think that investing in businesses and buying buying fucking plantations and ignoring your trans brothers and sisters ignoring the women you sleep next to cis men that's for you like it's just oh we got so much to do and i don't i don't know it's so much easier just be like you know what i'm gonna just live my life and step back in line and i know that that's not the thing to do but it's just like uh i don't even know i'm trying i'm trying y'all i don't know if y'all have also had these thoughts but it's really it's really exhausting and both fran and angela davis said that you can't take everybody to the revolution you can't take everybody but then it's just kind of like if you can't take everybody then who is it for because a lot of us are ignorant because of the systems that we grow up in it's not our fault that we don't know things there's you know i have to teach myself and reteach myself all the goddamn time a lot of that is because of marijuana but you have to like relearn and it's like you're exhausted from having to teach people i'm fucking exhausted i remember 2014 2015 i was like i'm not teaching people shit no more if you want to learn then do the googles your damn self and i recognize that as i sit here saying this out loud like now i'm feeling the weight of how i feel and it's just very it's very exhausting because i know that the thing to do is not to retreat into your shell like i just told y'all i just be wanting to all right i'm done with this shit and i'm gonna go and live my life and i know that there's also been this thing on social media of people being like to live and to be black is revolutionary. And I there's someone that I follow on Twitter who <laughs> I'm not going to provide their name because they do not want anyone else following them. Um, but they've been putting up excerpts from this book, Die Nigger Die, by 
R. Rat Brown, I want to say is their name. Um, and I will post, of course, like the link below. But they had put up a quote. And I'm not even going to paraphrase it because I don't want to get it wrong. I'm going to quote it exactly. And it says, to be black is not to be revolutionary. When you begin to stress culture without politics, people can become so hooked up in the beauty of themselves that they have no desire to fight. It becomes ego gratifying just to be black. Vanguard groups can't afford to go around stressing culture without politics. The real stress now is preparation for and an initiation of struggle. Write me a novel about how to infiltrate the FBI and destroy it. Write me poems that say more than you are about black and beautiful. Perform dances with guns to legalize guns as weapons of struggle. If you examine any country that has undergone successful revolution, you will find that the cultural revolution has never come before actual armed confrontation, never before a contest for power was waged. So when I read that, I was like, ah, uh, I, I feel like I might have escaped into like, ah, oh, me just living my life is a sign of freedom and listen we all gotta like do whatever to cope this is like no judgment on any of us that have been doing this but it is just like damn if you continue to like feed your ego and just think of self then these are how the systems continue and I just did like a listen back to some of the stuff that I just recorded and it's just like I don't want somebody else to feel the way that I that I'm feeling you know 10 20 years from now I don't want them to sit here thinking damn I'm just a cog in the wheel I'm just a part of a system and that there's nothing that I can do and more than anything I'm just been like grappling with like how do you help how do you assist because like I said I'm not like a protest person and I don't think that we all can be or that we all should be because at the end of the day like we are still living in a pandemic um and I'm just trying to like figure out the lane like what does one do during all this and how does one also like keep your sanity but maybe that's it is that you don't keep your sanity and you're just always in a constant state of anger uh the excerpt that i read from they also had an excerpt about like afro pessimism and how it is to just be like in a state of anger and how that's not necessarily a negative thing it just like keeps you alive and awake and free from the distractions of consumerism and all the other bullshit that they try to distract you with uh yeah so I've just been trying to figure out like what exactly is the next step and how I can be better for the world like y'all know I don't give a shit about having a job I think that shit is pointless but if my job could just be making the world a better place <laughs> that's what I could that's what I would like that's that is my aesthetic that is what I want to do that is what I wish to achieve to quote Quentin Tarantino that's the mantra that I that I use when I'm trying to speak things into existence feel free to apply it to yourself but also know that Quentin Tarantino had a hinting that Harvey Weinstein was a predator and he still took that bonus and went to make his little Miramax production of Pulp Fiction I just want us to know that I feel that we are all gray people and that celebrity culture and honoring people just based on their achievements is not a way to live in life so my next best thing is to just call people out and keep it moving you know russell simmons is an asshole like we should just we should just call out people and then keep it moving keep it keep we all gray we all gray shana sometimes she says things that are a bit you know inappropriate 
I'm not going to out myself on this podcast. If you've heard it, then you've heard it. You, you got to out me. I'm not going to out myself. Mm-mm. So yeah, I was not expecting this segment to be this long, but now you're all caught up. Now you're, you're in the know. Next segment. All right. And now it is time for my favorite segment of each and every episode. And that is trying my goddamn nerves. Now you may recognize that the audio sounds a little different. And is that thunder? Hmm. It could be thunder. It could be, you know, a drone strike. It could be a warcraft. Like what are we, what are we even living in anymore? Um, but I'm saying this that I had to go back inside because it was getting too fucking hot, you know, but I tried it. I tried it. I, I was outside until it was no longer pleasurable for me. And that's honestly a way that I recommend y'all live your lives. Do whatever you have to do until it's no longer pleasurable for you. Not until you no longer need to, until it is no longer pleasurable for you. Like that should be, well, depending on what it is, depending on what it is. but most things you should, you should do them until you just not fucking with it anymore. So yeah, I'm back in my house and my audio may sound a little different because as I was leaving New York, I forgot my microphone. So I am currently recording this via my laptop. And normally if I didn't have a microphone, I probably wouldn't record the co- podcast. But what I'm trying to do is erase this concept of perfection and just like have progress just start to do something and then keep going and I'm I think I'm honestly evolving in that because I used to if I just like would push myself to do something I would I would just what like scribble it out and then not care about the aesthetic or the fine-tuning of it like I would just be like well if it's about to be shit then I'm gonna just write it and it's gonna be shit um but now I'm trying to like okay you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle you can still start it, you can still make it work, and you can still edit. Like, that was the thing, is that if something was going to be shit, I wouldn't bother to edit it. I'd be like, whatever, but I'm trying to edit this because this is actually, like, the third or fourth time that I filmed this segment, and I'm proud to say that because I'm clearly starting over and rewriting and redoing because the first one was just a blubbery mess because, you know, it's been trying my goddamn nerves. It's been me. It's been me. I'm still trying my own nerves, but as you can hear, I'm making progress or at least I'm attempting to it's just I don't know y'all like I'm really struggling I'm truly struggling with what I recognize is anxiety and I'm trying to pinpoint like where did this start and why is this happening and it's just been a cluster and I created this podcast as a space to like be honest and share like what's really going on behind the facade that we often see of each other as far as like social media goes or even amongst friends like I will never be like, oh, I'm so torn and like pour my heart out to a friend. I really would just keep it inside. But I wanted to create this space as to, sh- to share like what the fuck I've been going through. And the truth is, I'm very anxious. And I don't know if it's age or I think it honestly started off as like me trying to analyze like bad behaviors and just like bad traits and I would call them out in my head, but it's just become like me calling out everything to the point where like, I'm not happy with myself ever. I'm always internalizing shit. And I have so many like internalized like fights in my head. I'm just always preparing for drama that never arises. I'm just always in a state of like heightened stress. I I don't know what it is. And I remember telling you guys that, you know, I built my confidence up 
by just kind of like pretending like okay you that bitch because you say you that bitch and the walls that like I've built like they're starting to crumble like the facade is starting to crumble and I'm just like not confident in anything like I don't believe in myself I don't I feel like I don't know who I am like I've spent years developing my personality and my persona and my interests and now none of it seems real or none of it seems to be enough it's just like I don't know me and I don't know what makes me tick or brings me joy or nothing's fulfilling and I go back and forth between wanting to figure it out and just like wanting to quit just like wanting to lay and curl up and do nothing so it's been a real struggle you know like to feel lost in your head and to not like yourself like I used to fuck with me so heavy and now I don't like I don't at all really and it's a real like it's so heavy it feels so heavy but yet so empty and I didn't want to like come here and cry and have y'all like awkwardly listen to it because not y'all can see me right now um but yeah I just haven't I haven't been feeling like myself and I just wanted to share it because like if anyone else is feeling that way because I feel so oh I just feel like I don't make sense and I feel so alone and I feel like nobody gets it and I just wanted to share this in case like you also felt that way and know that like there's somebody else is dealing with it clearly obviously like I, it sounds like I'm dealing with it poorly right now but it's just the reality it's just it's just a ball of confusion and I know that it also has to do with like the current state that we live in but yeah it's just been a lot and I know that there are going to be people that listen to this and are like what Shana what are you talking about like I wouldn't know that and that's that's why I wanted to say it is that like you wouldn't know it looking at me I think and like looking what I I present to the world like you wouldn't expect it Ugh. but yeah it's been a struggle y'all and I am I know that like I'm gonna come out on the other side and I'm gonna like know more things but right now it's hard <sighs> yeah so me it's been me I think for the first time on this podcast we have a repeat offender of trying my goddamn nerves and of course it would be myself so yeah things are just they're rough right now and they're a ball of confusion and I get that like you're not gonna have life all figured out and I recognized how blessed I am and I'm so grateful for like all the good things in my life and I'm so grateful that even in like my empty vortex I'm able to recognize and somewhat reason with what's going on or like to and I sometimes recognize like okay these are thoughts and they're not realities um 
but yeah so it's me it's just been me trying my goddamn nerves um but i'm not gonna leave y'all with me just blubbering this segment there have been a great deal there hasn't actually been a great deal of things trying my nerves besides myself but i'm trying to like think how do i the loud and wrong i don't know if i've if i've talked about the loud and wrong during trying my goddamn nerves but the people that are loud and wrong are really harshing my mellow for example one of my favorite shows is Vanderpump Rules. Love Vanderpump Rules because there are no black people on that show. I love it because there are no black people to make fools themselves. I hate watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm not going to watch no little people. I'm not going to watch Love and Hip Hop, whatever the fuck. I'm not going to watch it because I, I hate to watch through my fingers black people acting ass. On Vanderpump Rules, it's just white people and they are stupid and they're stupid. Yeah, they're really, they're all stupid or really full of themselves or just really silly <laughs> they're just they're just all they're a cast of characters and it's a lovely escape i have been watching man Rules since season one we are on season eight right now and it's probably going to fucking end because they just had to ruin it be huh jesus so two of the cast members have recently been fired because they were racist and as they should be they really should be fired they were they should have they should have been fired three years ago when it happened but nobody cared about black people enough until like our recent revival of racial revolution happened no one gave a shit this is me loud whispering because these bitches should have been fired but of course they weren't um but yeah there's an example of a woman being loud and wrong her name is Stasi schroeder and this happened years ago that she had this podcast and she was she was loud and wrong about like why does everyone make everything about race talking in reference to the academy awards when everyone was upset that black people weren't nominated ah 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 she was just like not everything's about race i don't get it what are you so mad about and it's just like here you are sweet miss being upset saying that people should not be upset but if you knew why people were upset you would not be saying that it has nothing to do with race because if you did your research and you knew like ah statistically throughout history black people do not get nominated unless they are in this that 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 in the third role ah there has only been three or four black people to ever win best actor i don't believe we've ever had we've had one best director it's just like if you are going to come on a podcast and be so vehemently like this is not not everything's about race you would think that you would listen to the other side no no but you you're loud and you're wrong loud and wrong for no apparent reason and now i'm not going to be able to get to enjoy my band from rules because they're going to cancel it because your ass was the main star and they're not going to be able to find a replacement for you because i have been watching you for eight years and it's just going to end it's just now i don't get to you you i was happy i was happy letting you be ignorant and ridiculous on your fucking show and here the hell you are ruining my life ruining my life with your racism now i don't get to jesus this is such a backwards argument but i feel like y'all feel y'all get what i'm saying y'all understand what i'm talking about here is that damn it you had to ruin it for us all now i have to find something else to watch or some other distraction what am i gonna do it's really 
Vanderpump Rules was a was a gem, y'all. It really is. A, it, was, it was such a gem. I'm going to say it was because I really feel like that shit about to get canceled. And the rest of the cast does not deserve that. Tom and Tom don't deserve that. Ariana doesn't deserve that. Sheena does not deserve anything that these people have been putting her through. Because if there was not a Sheena, there would not have been a Vanderpump Rules because her ass was over there sleeping with Eddie Cibrian, who was married to Brandy Glanville of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I really hope that whoever listened to this rant is like in on the Bravo life that I'm talking about here. If not, I will give you my Hulu because you deserve to watch Vanderpump Rules. What else you gonna do? You should still you should still be in your fucking house. You shouldn't be going out nowhere. Watch Vanderpump Rules. Hit me hit me up. Hit me up. Or I will give you a play by play of what all this means. But yes, the people that are loud and wrong get on my nerves. For example, I just saw a woman, she had a woman for Trump sticker on her car and I really kicked her shit and when she drove off I was like I really hope that you get in a wreck I really hope that your shit get tore the fuck up and that no one gives a shit about you I hope someone sees that women for Trump sign your car and just like t-bones you I hope that no one's hurt I hope especially the person that t-bones you I hope no one gets hurt but I do want your shit to get fucked up because how are you so loud and wrong how are you so Trump don't give a fuck about you as a woman so how are you a woman for Trump that don't make a damn bit of sense that don't make no fucking oh I hate people that are loud and wrong see my ass be loud that I do I recognize it I be loud as shit but I be right I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Like I be right when I, you know why I'm loud? Because I'm confident in the shit that I said, because I read, because I research, because I know I'm a Gemini. I know things like it's just, I don't understand how are you loud and wrong. How are you loud and wrong? And when I am wrong, I loudly say my bad or I get defensive. And that's the truth. You see, you see how everything is com- that's coming out of my mouth makes sense. That makes sense. It makes it makes sense to me. <laughs> now it is time for a very special segment of the main course. I decided that while I was in my parents' house to record me and my mom making lumpia together. Lumpia is a very popular Filipino spring roll kind of dish, and I just wanted to record it because. Me and my mom have really come a long way in our relationship. Like I can think back to when we would just like fight like cats and dogs and where we are now is just like a testament to how much we appreciate each other. I think we now overlook like a lot of things. It doesn't matter like as long as like we're a team, we're a family. And I I often measure accomplishments or success or whatever just based on like, oh wow, look at how far we've come. And I definitely think me and my mom's relationship is an example of that. Uh, I also just wanted to record her because my mom is a huge reason why I cook today, which is crazy because she never let me in the kitchen when I was younger and just listening back to some of the footage, just like I, I didn't realize how much of her I have seeped into my personality. So I just wanted to share this special segment of the main course. We are making lumpia together, but she explains that she's not the best at giving instructions so at some point i will share my mom's lumpia recipe and the techniques to make them but in the meantime just enjoy yeah hey you see this mm-hmm. you just do this like that right see and you do this so you take your you take this right like that right yeah Which then flat side to you yeah you see this mm-hmm. you see that yes a very small amount yes the filling is four you why you yes why well, I, I my secret is ground pork 
you can only use like the ground pork if you only want ground pork but mine i made special because you're home okay so i put some shrimp in it too mm -hmm. so ground pork some people don't like onions you put onion yeah onions carrots garlic kinchai which is chinese celery celery most of the time you can find it so if you can find no king chai you know chinese celery right mm -hmm. the chinese celery you use the leaves no you can find that you know you gotta find the uh you can use the celery our celery american celery just get the leaves yeah i told you about how i needed celery leaves mm -hmm. but i didn't i hate celery so <laughs> yeah. i didn't want to buy it so i just stole yeah, the leaves sometimes it be just there. i do that too you know everything has to be chop chop mm -hmm. blended yeah blended and then you know just mix whatever you want to put in there after that but do you, what do you season it with seasons um black pepper salt black pepper you know garlic salt mm -hmm. garlic salt and then soy sauce not too much it looks good yeah putting in i'm doing much better than i did when i was younger so, you know, salt and black pepper, garlic salt, you know, right? Mm hmm And soy sauce. And then you break the egg. You put an you egg don't in have it? To put, yeah, if you don't want to have to put an egg, you know, like put it in there, you know, like beat it like that. Mm hmm So, like, kind of like, they hold together. Oh, yeah, like a meatball. So, I think it's a little off. Like, like that. Okay. Flat, flat, flat. Flat. Like below, like round round below yes, so, yeah below so you see this you kind of wrap it kind of like tight okay mm -hmm. tight like that right and then in the end like here how many times do you go around like probably two or three and then you go is this good to go around now yes like that how does it look oh gorgeous <laughs> okay is it still a little big thanks mom <laughs> do they eat it what do you eat it with back home with soy sauce i mean not soy sauce with sauce some of them they do not, you know, because you know, like we wanna try it, you mm -hmm. know, we wanna try it. So, um, yeah, I can give up all my recipe. Yeah, you're not gonna tell me everything. No, well, I mean, it's a you recording it. Mm -hmm. No, you're stealing my. Uh, How am I stealing if I'm your daughter? No, you're not stealing, but um, you're gonna share it to other people. No one would know. I don't. You have been saying. Oh, go like this, do like that. No yeah, one you know knows what, what do like that But is. that, you know, other people, you know, because me, I don't measure. Mm -hmm. I don't either. I just don't measure. I just like, bam, bam, you know, like. Yeah. And then it'd be like, so damn good. <laughs> you know, like. I'm, 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 Relatable. I'm a, huh? Relatable. Yes, you know, so I think sometimes, like, you know, when I make, when I make, like, pancake and freaking, uh, what's that? Um. Waffle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I measure that shit. Oh, yeah, when you're baking. Yes. Yeah, I don't measure when I cook either. No, so I'm just saying. You're such a confident cook. Do you remember one time when you messed up cooking? Mm. I have ever. You think me messed up? Yeah. I don't think so. Have I, do you remember me messing up? I do. <laughs> do you remember you put too much saffron in, like, the rice porridge? Oh, and shit. it turned the, the saffron, like, red? Yeah, that. Here you go. I can remember a time where I... No. Do you know what I tell people? Mm. Is one of the first time I made something, it was a pancake. It was like a pancake, and I put ham and cheese yeah. on top of it. 
Do you remember that? I think so. I put ham and cheese on. I was experimenting with a pancake. And I put ham and cheese on top of it. And I told you to try it. And you spat it out. Oh, God. I think that was like... That's a long time ago. Yeah, I was a kid. I was a kid with dreams. And you just spat out my food right in front of me. Make sure not too much. And so, like I said, when you're making... Okay, you're going to eat. Is lumpia always pork? Uh, Pork, yes. Now, you know, you can make make this beef, right? When you have beef in here... Because beef, like, kind of be dry out. If you want, like... uh, Add, I mean, uh, some green beans, fresh, With carrots. The, yeah. I think in. Why that taba, taba? What's taba? Fat. Oh, fat, I thought. Baklet? No, that's gay. Um, <laughs> too big? No, that's water. So you just like, okay, you see this? You can like pull it as, pull it, pull it towards you. That's not fat. How do you say fat? Taba, mataba. Mataba? Yeah. Mataba. Yeah. Okay, you just gonna like I said, you know. We accept lumpia of all body shapes, body positivity. Yeah, you got what about here? Malulugi lang ako. What's that mean? If I'm selling it, I'm gonna lose money because it's if ugly. You, like, no, <laughs> you don't. if you rap like that, you know. Oh, like, so you're telling that's no. I feel like these are all different ways of telling me that they're not adequate enough. No. But you know what? In the Philippines, you know, like your auntie name, they make it a little bigger. Like like the whole and see we have a different wrapper mm-hmm. like like Filipino wrapper and they be like round. Ah, okay. you can buy them here too. But you know what the wrapper like if you buy the Filipino kind, mm-hmm. it's more expensive. Oh, direct Filipino. It's it's more expensive, you know. Like and then it's so like it's so hard to take apart, you know. Like mm-hmm. you know, I have to take that. This apart. looks good. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. How do you say good in Tagalog? Good. Tama. Tama. Yeah. Tama ka dyan. Said. You're right. Good. Good. This smells really good. I think it's the shrimp. Oh, yeah. And I made it. Do you use, what sauce do you use in the Philippines? I have sweet and sour. Well, back home, I make uh, water, soy sauce, vinegar, sugar, uh, Can we have garlic. Can we have that one? And yeah, you know, well, that's would take a while. Woman to make some of that? Yeah. Okay. And let me see if I got garlic. Like whole garlic? Yeah. I, you could, you, I don't know if I could use a paste. Vinegar. What and I don't have peanut. No, I don't have peanut. Oh, uh, you need crushed peanut? Yes. Crushed peanut. What kind of vinegar? Just the regular vinegar. Like white vinegar? Yeah. Soy sauce, sugar, water, vinegar, peanut, garlic. Mm-hmm. I will try to make it. You know, like, and then corn starts, okay? In the thingy? In the, no, once in the it starts boiling. You have, oh, you to know. thicken it. Yes. Corn starts. You know what? You have to I'm going to try to make. You're going to make it now? Yeah. No, let me just put the, um, just for your things. How do you wipe your, how do you keep your no. finger clean? I mean, uh, I don't like, you know, I just use like cup, it's not my whole hand, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you use one finger? Like, you see me? So you grab it, put it on with a spoon. And we I just use both fingers. Huh? I'm watching you, master. Okay. So you just like, see? Like that. See? Yeah, but how do you keep your fingers clean? You just, it's, yeah. Like, 
I don't use my whole all finger like you know, like me. So yeah. if I know it's loose, you just like kind of move it like this, you know, like a uh, bunch it. Yes. You know, so then you just tighten it, you know, and you pull it towards you, towards you, towards you. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, you're gonna eat that. The ones that you're saying that I'm going to eat that, I feel like that's your way of saying you're going to eat the ugly ones. <laughs> no. You found peanuts? Mm -hmm. So what, you put it all in the pot together? No. What, what goes first? It's not like... So you put the pot on the stove. Yeah, you see here? Like, it's like... Okay. What's in there? I didn't see it all. Soy sauce and water, okay. Both equal parts or more water than soy sauce? I just like to say, like, next time you do for you, get a half a cup, a half a cup. So equal parts? Yes. Oh, that one got ugly. This one got ugly. Heck, you know what? Thanks for being so kind, Mom. <laughs> it's the presentation when you're making something, okay? Okay. No, that's why your damn plate is pretty all day. <laughs> Did I ever give you an ugly damn plate? <laughs> Did your mom call your lumpia fat? My mom? Yeah. Just, yeah, you can see like, ah, that was that Do you ever use the filling for anything else? Yeah. Like, can you do I what? Make. What do you do? For wonton soup. Oh, we make meatballs. Yeah, you know, like the little one? Yeah. And then you drop them in the water mm. and make you wonton soup. Yeah. Yeah. Can you make fried rice? Here? Like if you ground it or mm. if you brown it and then mix it with rice and egg? Probably. You add, like, I would say, add some uh, Chinese sausage in it. Ooh. Yeah. Like the hard chop, you know, you know that, right? Yeah. Normally before I start wrapping, mm -hmm. like all, I'm going to wrap one and then I'm going to fry it. Yeah, and then I make adjustment, you know, if I need, ooh, yeah, you know, okay. This is with the peanut sauce. Yeah. Do you put onion? No. What's this? Garlic. Garlic. Oh, it's thick cornstarch. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, just like I said, you know, before you put that starch, it's like a little bit, a little bit at a time. You put vinegar? Like, yeah, yeah so taste it. Why are you being like, you know? It's good. Mm. It's good. What good? It's good. The sauce? Mm -hmm. You don't even know you didn't taste. I just ate it on my lumpia. Oh. Yeah. It is? It's good. It's money? It's money. You're doing good, mommy. Thanks, mom. Yeah. I good. would have been better if you let me into the kitchen instead of being so controlling. Before, Well, you know, before I just wanted to go ahead and finish. But you know what? You turned out to be good. You know what? I mean, you cook. You cook. I was telling you, auntie, you cook better than me. So, you know, like, I said, sometimes I would cook something, and she would come here and she tried to make it, and it would be better, you know, because she tried to make it her own, like, you know, she adds some things to it, and we should make a, uh, we should make a red rice. Yeah. You want to make red rice one? Yeah. Because I have sausages. Oh, yes, you know. Yeah, your sausage was good. Did you taste that sausage? I had some more. The one that was in the cabbage. Yeah. He bought it in Georgia, so. We get our sausage there. Oh, so Georgia one, sausage. Two, mm -hmm. You see that? Oh, I think this is too much. Let me see. Yeah, you just, you know, when you think, when you feel it's too much, you just take some out. Yeah, so see here? Is that like, better? Uh-oh, then you I'm going to put some oil in there in a minute. You want to fry some? Oh, you want to try it? Yeah. 
Alrighty, so it is nearly the end of this episode, which means it's time to share all the things that I have tried within the last month. And looking at this list, I'm actually very proud of it because it's a little substantial. That means that I have been, you know, I've been trying some new stuff. So <clears throat> that's just, that's, that's just me not drinking water and talking too much. It's not, it's not the, the COVID that is talking more to me than to you guys. Um, yeah, where should we start? So let's go into the things that I have watched. So I recently found out that I have HBO Max. Maybe you have it too. Apparently, if you have an AT&T subscription, like AT&T TV subscription, you get it free for a year. And I personally highly recommend HBO Max. Just the interface is so smooth. Even I noticed when I was rewinding content that the little timeline on the bottom is so seamless and I don't know who was in charge. Can I? No, I'm not. Oh, it's fine. I wasn't. I wasn't saying anything. <clears throat> you know what's weird is that in Greek mythology, the people telling the stories are really just like, yeah, Zeus was a rapist, and then continue telling the tale. Like no one, no one was like that was wrong. Hmm. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know where that came from. Um. But yeah, HBO Max. The little time at the bottom is so seamless and it's just like such a great interface and I don't know who made it but because I recognize it I just hope I'm speaking it into the universe that whoever made it is having like a grand old time as long as they're not like the sexist or homophobic or misogynist um but yeah it's just perfect because some interfaces are trash looking at you Disney plus uh but yeah highly enjoy it one of the first things that I watched is the show called Betty that I'm recommending to you guys it is about girls in New York who skateboard because um, apparently that's what you call a girl who skateboards. she's a Betty and at first I thought that it was going to be about like Brink from Disney Channel or like let's watch a Disney Channel movie there's like I thought it was gonna be like skateboarding competition but really it's about these girls and their lives and they're rather I want to say they're young they're like Gen Z is that what it's called I don't even I don't I don't know what I am I don't know what generation I am but I think they're Gen Z they're very aware of like what goes on in the world they tackle subjects like sexual assault misogyny racism cultural appropriation and they're all like on the same page with each other it's 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 a lovely show and they're they're not made up characters this show spawns from a movie actually called skate kitchen that's the name of this skateboard collective that these women founded um and the director i forget her name which is awful because her name came on at the end of every episode but she just saw them in new york one day and was like i want to make a movie with them so she made the movie these girls were not actors they went to like acting classes um there's one character named kurt she has like the best one-liner she's fucking hilarious and they're just playing like fictional versions of themselves which i thought was amazing because I imagine that one day I could be walking around New York and I just see like this sea of girls just like skating or like holding on to a car as they're like whizzing by off Canal Street which I think is just like oh how fantastic and that's one of the reasons I love it is that it's set in New York and a lot of it's set in Bushwick which is a neighborhood that I know quite well because I would run around with the kids that I nanny all the time so it was nice to be like oh my god like I know that taco shop and is that Maria Hernandez Park? So it's just good to see the familiarity. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend the show. It goes really quickly. It eats really well. It's like popcorn. You just want to keep going. It's nothing like too heavy, but it's also it also like pulls you in. So 
yeah highly recommend it cute little show i wish i could skateboard but they talk a lot about bending the knees and having balance and i'm just not you know like i stay in my wheelhouse that's that's not me bending of knees it's just if i bend they don't get unbent so no but if you ever need a show to watch highly recommend it i do believe you can just watch betty on any hbo platform but why would you when you could use that seamless ass system that they have at hbo max you get on my fucking nerves okay wow shut me the fuck you well i'm not i'm okay how about this we gonna i'm gonna talk over you too we just both gonna be talking we just both gonna be talking to fuck uh i do love me a little a little summer thunderstorm though it's real cute it's real cute when you inside and it's moody and you got alcohol so maybe we'll enjoy each other later but you gotta let me finish doing what the fuck i was doing damn Ahem. so yeah highly recommend betty um the next one is also on hbo max and i don't know when this started but i started watching documentaries about rich and powerful people just so i could continue to hate them the first one i watched was about jeffrey epstein and yeah i'm not i'm not coming here to recommend that to you you it's a hit or a miss if you watch it yay if you don't watch it life continues on he's just like a sicko and the system is a sick system and it's just exhausting um this one that i'm about to talk about i do recommend it is a documentary called on the record it is about a woman named drew dixon and she alleges that russell simmons raped her while she was an a and r director at def jam and it's the same like tale that we've kind of heard about like these rich powerful men very like harvey weinstein-esque um taking advantage of women which is why earlier i said that russell simmons is an asshole now these are allegations he of course denies them i am going to stand on this woman's side because i'm always i'm starting to think you are a real rude man and i don't think you want me to have that impression of you like you see you see how he or you hear excuse me you hear how he came in here all loud interrupting um but yeah so russell of course denies it but i am always going to stand next to him and that's a victim as opposed to ever defending a would-be rapist it just doesn't make any sense to me but she alleges that he raped her and it's the same motel like i was saying but it's they they have a lot more focus on what it means when a black woman comes forward about sexual assault especially when the predator is a successful black man and just how a lot of the history like ties in of course it dates back to racism and just showing the misogyny and the cd industry that is like the music business and also like how misogyny is just like seeped into the music itself and just how like black women are made to feel worthless and made to feel like possessions in this in this time so it's a very riveting documentary it goes really quickly it definitely like opens I, I don't know I never had any thoughts about Russell Simmons like there of course they do this part in the documentary where like they talk this guy up and like show how big of a deal he was but Russell Simmons was not someone that I was like oh not you Russell like I'm not surprised more than anything I feel for his kids because outside looking in like they seem to really love their dad and he seems to really love them and what's heartbreaking is that after I watched the documentary I went and read the stories of a lot of these women and they were so like gentle there was one woman she wrote in the Hollywood Reporter I do recommend that you read it if this like interests you at all and she writes about how Russell Simmons 
assaulted her and she's very gentle with him. She's very much like kind. And she, at one point she's like, I, I feel the need to like protect your daughters. And she mentions like how he doesn't, how he probably doesn't feel that way about hers. And it's just, it's oh, just the way that like black women are like, always have to carry, have to do so much, have to, have to be a part of the movement, but not speak against the movement. It's a, it's a very good documentary and I don't want to take too much if you do plan on watching it. So again, that one is on HBO Max as well. All this fucking talk. All this fucking talk. I mean, honestly, the Thunder's probably thinking that same shit about me too. Like, here you are, still blabbering on this fucking computer. Well, that is my right. <clears throat> so yes, on the record. Now, this is, I think, the last documentary that I have from HBO Max. And it's a pick-me-up. I actually watched it right after I watched On the Record. It's called Whale Wonders. And it's really about how smart whales are. It's a great, fun story. I personally love whales. I don't know if I shared with you guys that me and Franny realized that my personality is a whale girl, very similar to how there's horse girls out there like a whale girl if we can put our fingers on like what a her a whale girl personality is is very like lilo from lilo instead she's a girl that cares a lot about the environment i just really fucking love whales i think whales are cool if i could be any animal i'd probably be an orca just for like a day and the documentary is just exploring like the ingenuity of whales and how big their brains are we get to look at this amazing humpback whale who has learned to hunt in like salmon fisheries there's like tales of orcas who are transient orcas because there are different types of orcas guys don't make me get started talking about orcas i fucking love me some killer whales um and then we learn about sperm whales and i don't believe i've ever really seen a sperm whale captured on camera like this now this might be completely niche shana content here but if you love whales and if you can hear me salivating and if you too salivate like this when you talk about whales then you are going to enjoy whale wonders it's just again a lovely dock to escape into especially after watching something so heavy so if you need a little cute documentary to watch if you watch things that like david attenborough um narrates on netflix and you're totally gonna love whale wonders so that was one of the last things i think i had to watch was that everything well that was the last hbo one so this is the last thing that i watched this month it is a documentary called disclosure on netflix if you've been on netflix i feel like you've probably seen it pop up it was like featured heavily um but it is about trans culture and cinema and like basically how that has shipped excuse me how that has shaped trans culture in real life and my oh my mind blown so eye-opening didn't know half of the history of trans culture highly recommend everyone to watch it if you are fans of paris is burning they mention paris is burning a lot in there and oh I, I hate to say that like it's sad but it is sad it's a sad truth to see and it's it's sad because you realize like damn it didn't have to be this way that's that's the sad part when i watch it is that damn it did not have to be this way um and it goes through like the history, like from the from the jump. I think they talk about like talkies. I want to say like trans people in talkies, and just like how trans people have been portrayed so much throughout like film, TV, everything. There's so many like voices that they talk to. There's people that they have in this doc that I didn't even realize that they were trans, and of course I couldn't realize it because they share that you know they couldn't tell anyone and just like live in fear like that. Um, but yeah, I don't want to say too much about it. I just say watch it. It's very short. It's easy to get through and. 
a learning lesson truly 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 so those are all the things that i tried watching next let's talk about health and beauty and of course i'm going to list you guys all the links down below for you to check out um let's talk about this one real quick and we're gonna get into some other ones so i am a user of laneige products i use their skin mask and i also use their like lip mask their lip sleeping mask um it's just been like i feel like once my body gets used to something i'm too afraid to leave <laughs> leave it because then what's gonna happen although i will say looking at my skin well, she looks she's she's very clear because i sweat a lot i know it looks disgusting when i sweat but my skin be looking glorious that girl be glowing um and i also think that it's a part of using this other laneige product so i tried out their toner i never used their toner before it is a toner slash moisturizer which i kind of was like I don't know about that because I just feel like two separate steps but I saw someone else's skin on the timeline and I was like I could always just give it a little try and I'm here to tell you that she's real cute I do like that I don't have to do the toner and the moisturizer I'm not quite sure how great of a job she's doing at toning but the skin is clear so I feel like you know she she has she has something to do with that I use like 15 million other things but I do believe that she has something to do with like me looking dewy glowy clear flawless yes so laneige toner slash moisturizer i'm gonna put the link below she's real cute i recommend her i recommend her definitely for travel i feel like so you don't gotta pack too many things but yeah we'll see how we feel next month i do think it's a product that i tried it for the month and then i'm gonna maybe see some other things but i started using it maybe like at the top of the month i want to say so I'll, i will report back remind me to report back but that is one of my beauty tries for the month next on the list are black owned products because at the start of the month obviously all the girls were like buy black i had like 15 million newsletters with all these lists of things to buy black but the thing is when all the girls started putting out buy back buy black they put a lot of the same girls on the list so with these small black ass owned businesses a lot of us couldn't get our hands on shit because it was sold out looking at you beyonce also capitalism no matter what color does not solve any of our problems but i wanted to support the girls and i've decided that i'm a buy from the black owned businesses and i'm gonna just steal from everything else because whilst in quarantine i had to do a lot of shopping on target.com and it really made me mad because every time i would go into target i would just steal the majority of the things that i needed so i mean granted i did get my money back each and every single time if you want to know how i did it and how i can assist you I'd be more than happy to, but you got to hop in the messages because even though there's probably only like two people listening to this podcast, one of them could be the FBI. Um, but yeah, so I decided I'm going to support the girls. I tried my darndest to get my hands on things without them being sold out. One company that gratefully, like she restocked, I feel like she, she knew what was going on. Um, she restocked, there's a company called Skin Butter, butter spelled without an E. And I was just like, you know, I just wanted a little something for the girls for the summertime, you know, some get cute too. So I bought her set of scrubs and lotions or like body butters i guess is a better word for them and the scents really got me so i'm actually on her site right now and oh would you look at that everything is sold out um i got her sample set just that way, that way i can get everything uh and also because i couldn't pick which ones i wanted they're really small they're like two ounce jars uh, but the good news is like it's six different ones so if you run out of like one butter you can easily go to the next because lotion i don't know what it is lotion is still a still a hassle for me to buy i feel like i have to keep it stocked in the house like i keep 
if I'm trying out new girls, I like keep them stock. So it's like, oh, this is a new product. That's a new product. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, I'm gonna just read you what she got because I feel like you're gonna want to get them too. So she has a ginger lemon scent and it comes in both the butter and the scrub. She has a strawberry coconut butter that also comes as a scrub. And then the cocoa vanilla butter, which comes as a cocoa vanilla coffee scrub, which I highly recommend. I really love the ginger lemon scrub too. Yeah, I think the ginger lemon and the cocoa vanilla coffee scrub are two of my favorites so if you don't want to get a sample pack and you just like want to try something I would definitely say those two but go for the sample pack because that way you get like six of them and you can just have them in your house and like try out different girls for the summer I feel like the strawberry one is like gonna be cute cute out in the world when we could go out in the world but yeah highly recommend really adorable package came really really quickly and the packaging is really nice because, um, listen, I want to support the girls, but I'm not one for homemade looking packaging. It's just not me. We all have an aesthetic. Some aesthetics are not mine, no, no, no. but hers is really cute. So again, I'm gonna put the link down below and let's move on to the next one because I'm getting tired. So this one, I'm actually really stoked to have found and when I found it, of course, nothing was available because all the girls had bought it. So the company is called Wrap Life. They sell a bunch of head wraps, basically. Like every head wrap you can imagine, different shapes, sizes. They have wraps, they have turbans. They have these things called turbinettes, um, which like kind of just sit on your head. And eventually you get a discount because you just keep on adding different ones to your account. And I think you get, if you get eight, you get a discount, which is not hard at all. And I'm actually on their site right now. And they just released a line of like printed flow head wraps. Um, I really recommend them, especially the turbinettes. I was a little worried that they would like slide off my head or that my head would be too big because I do have quite a noggin. Um, but they fit really delightful and they're really easy for summer. I feel like I play with my hair the most in the summertime just because I'm trying to get her away from me. They have velvet ones. They have like satin ones. It's like really something for every single occasion, every single color, like different shades of browns, different shades of greens, blues, reds, different like textures. They have like this. I bought one that's like a it's not satin it's not terry cloth either i'm trying to think of like how to describe it it's like perforated um and it's really cute and they work like they're delightful so i'm gonna put the link down below like i am with the rest of everything get get to it quick because they do sell out and i'm seeing it right now that the girl who runs the site she like releases a lot of different kinds oh i love these bandies she has like these like little bandies that kind of make not like a bandana but like the same style as like when tupac would wear that shit no shade to him not at all i hope he's having a lovely time we love my gemini brother um but she has like these bandies which are adorable which i might just pick oh, i got this color Ooh, she has like pastels mm. so yeah highly recommend it cute little company everything that you need and not a bad price i'm looking at the bandies they're 14 dollars. head wraps are how much are head wraps she got different kinds too listen here it's cute she real cute head wraps are 24 but you ain't gonna get one today because some girls are sold out and then she has headbands okay representation for $30 which used to be there used to be 40 so there is a deal going on there but yes support the black owned businesses rob everybody else all right so I actually have one last thing that we're gonna put I guess we can put it here on like the health wellness stuff it's not 
a product. It's a practice that I've tried to implement uh, this month where in the morning I just kind of like jot down good thoughts of like what I want to achieve or accomplish in the day. It could be anything from like a task, like a literal like work task, like something around the house to I want to be less judgmental. I want to be more carefree, just like listing like what I want out of the day. And I think it just helps to keep that in my conscious of like, okay, this is the attempt. This is what we're going to speak. And it's like a manifestation for the morning. And then I also do this thing when I'm feeling down that I write out the negative thoughts. I number them and I just list like all the bad that's going on in my head. And then I will go back and write like a counter argument or I will acknowledge it. So if I'm like, oh, I'm just feeling really alone and really forsaken and really forgotten it's like okay so you wrote it that's how you feel you recognize that this is not a reality how can we cope with this how can we make us feel the opposite and I'll be honest sometimes it works better than others depending on what the feeling is um but it's just like a good way I think to just get it out of your head oftentimes like once I've written it down and I like see the logic on paper I'm like okay it's done now. It's like a cleansing activity. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I recommend it if you're just looking for something to do for a new exercise. It creates, I think, well, the morning one like creates boundaries and creates routine. And then it's just like a freeing exercise uh, when you write down like any of your negative thoughts. So try it out. If you have any tips, like definitely share them. Let's, let's, let's get through this together. And I think that that's going to about do it for... Yeah, so that's going to about do it for our health and skincare and everything. Finally, we are going to talk food and then I'm going to wrap this shit up. So I'm not quite sure if I mentioned this woman or not. I feel I do a lot of like side work on a blog that I'm not telling people about. And so I don't remember like where I put what information I might have put her on that blog. Um, but this is a woman named Rezel and she is a filipino food blogger her work is amazing i know i definitely put it on my instagram once upon a time i want to talk about her today because she has an amazing newsletter where she puts out like really easy filipino recipes um she does like fusion a lot of the time and she recently did this line of chocolate chip cookies that were like filipino style so she put like a lot of different like filipino ingredients in it and all the proceeds went to um this mental disability organization like all you had to do was just donate and then she sent you uh, like a 24 pack of cookies so I highly recommend that you get in on her newsletter because she does these seasonally uh, as well as she just like has really amazing recipes so if you are a food person I still don't think that Filipino food though it has gotten a lot of attention in the last couple years it is nowhere near as known as it could be so if you want to get more into Filipino food I highly recommend Rizzo's blog. And she's also like very sweet if you interact with her. She's like not difficult to talk to. There's a lot of times when you meet people on the internet and you're like, what's going to happen? And I honestly feel like I might be one of those people. I'm not the friendliest person on the internet. Or maybe I'm just being hard on myself. I won't internalize that. Um, But yeah, so highly recommend looking into her blog. I feel like I also mentioned this early on in quarantine, but gin is our friend in this house. We love a good gin drink. Our favorite brand is Hendrix and our favorite Hendrix drink because they have multiple types of gin is the Midsummer Solstice Gin. It comes in this beautiful blue bottle and it has a very 
floral note and it goes with like I honestly think it's like it's the liquor of the summer because it's just like floaty and floral and it goes with things that are like bright and acidic so it goes with like pineapple juices orange juices we did a blood orange cocktail with it as well and it just goes swimmingly Fran I think mixed one up that was gin ginger syrup and tangerine juice and it was so bomb and I do I feel like I did mention this on an episode a while back because gin gets you there really quickly a forking love gin that you could like put a shot and be completely wavy and it goes so smooth so smooth so if you're looking for a cocktail to add to your bar I highly recommend Hendrix summer solstice gin or excuse me midsummer solstice gin next I want to talk to y'all real quick about what I have been cooking this month. So this month we did our first dinner in a very long time. And when I say like we did a dinner, I mean that like we we fed people. That's always what I mean is like we fed people. Um, me and Fran developed a Juneteenth menu. And thank you so much to our friend Ivy for being our delivery person and dropping us all over Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights area to deliver food to people. I just wanted to touch on this because for like nearly a year I had this concept. I think I saw it on Twitter. I'd never seen it before, but when I saw it, it made so much sense. Um, someone had like deep fried ribs and I'd never seen it. But of course it makes sense because you fry pork chops all the time. You fry all different types of pork. So I wanted to do that for Juneteenth. And I'm usually not a frying person, especially like for mass cooking events. I remember for the Super Bowl, whatever Super Bowl it was that Beyonce performed. Yeah, it was like her and Destiny's Child. Whatever Super Bowl she performed, I made like three different types of hot wings and I deep fried them and I said I will never do that again just because it was just like so fucking much to fry. But that has really been my thing this summer is frying everything. So we did a deep fried rib a couple weeks ago. I deep fried whole like whole mushrooms which were amazing so if you are looking for like something to do we get like a bunch of produce into our house and just toss it in deep fryer do like a little dredge I'm a real simple like flour dredge person like seasoned flour with Lowry's or like garlic salt pepper that type of shit um if you want to go deep you can do a tempura batter we love a good tempura batter just like some soda water and really light rice flour you can breadcrumb it i think that the breadcrumb is one of the top ways to go you just do a little what is the order we do flour egg then breadcrumb yeah breadcrumb situation so that is my preferred cooking method at this time is just to like toss it in the fryer you can do like do garlic scapes in the fryer you can fry peas in the fryer you can fry cauliflower you can fry a steak you can do whatever you want in a fryer and it's always going to come out delicious I would just peep Instagram for a second earlier and I saw that Tati um I've mentioned Tati before she did like these deep fried squash like I, th I think she breaded them so yeah if you're looking for like a method I feel like we often don't embrace frying for reasons of like health and just like exhaustion when it comes it's like it's a very exhausting cooking technique for it to be so fucking easy it's super fucking exhausting um but if you're looking for like a new way to try things let's see if we can fry like things that we don't often think of like a chocolate cake let's just be real gluttonous about it or maybe even not like just I don't think hmm it's just something about like frying where it's always going to be considered gluttonous no matter what it is maybe if it's like a zucchini blossom it's not considered that but still it's like it's always gonna be gluttonous I'm yeah I think it's gonna be my next mission 
next month this month coming up this month well i guess we're in it we're mind you guys i'm i'm recording this like in june so i'm we're you're listening to the past right now the past the past the past um but yeah maybe in july i will think of what is the gnarliest thing that i can fry so and that is going to wrap up all the things that i have tried for the month Whew, i'm exhausted and that's going to close out the episode but actually before i close this out i remember that on past episodes i would share things that i was going to try in the month forward and i want to bring that back as a tool to like hold me accountable as well as y'all know y'all gonna hold me accountable y'all y'all are gonna hold me accountable i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you do it i just think it's also like good to share like what i'm working on and so one thing that I've recognized about my character is that I don't like to, it sounds weird to be like, I don't like to share things as I sit here like crying to this, to this podcast and all this other bullshit. But yeah, I don't, I don't like to like share things that I'm doing, I guess, or like things that I care about. Yeah. I don't like to share things that I care about because I want for people to care themselves if that makes any sense like I don't want to push anything on people because my mindset is well if you cared you would ask kind of thing if you were interested you would you would prompt me um and I I realize like how detrimental that is like people can't ask you about things that they know nothing about people can't ask you about feelings if you have a wall up and (laughs) you look fine you know so I want to say that in this oncoming month that I'm going to work on just sharing more and being more vulnerable. And as I say it, I'm like, there was literally a voice in my head that was like, "Uh uh um, cause it's hard. Like, I don't know. My fear is that I share my thoughts, my feelings, my insecurity with people and they just won't know how to deal with it. They won't. And, and, and the reaction that they will give me will not be something that I like because I am also like very picky and I have a I have a way that I expect or that I wish for people to behave around me so when they don't it's like disappointment um so yeah I'm going to try very hard to be more vulnerable and to share myself whether that is projects that I'm working on or my feelings or my perspective I'm just going to try and share more of myself. I think vulnerable, vulnerability is is the term that we're looking for here. So I'm going to report back to you guys next month to see how that worked. If you too want to share some things that you want to be held accountable for, we can like exchange over here. The email is still available. I know that I don't hype it too often, but you are free to share all of your thoughts, anything that you've been trying to ask, trying it at gmail.com. As always, the link is available. Actually, hmm, I don't think I put, I don't think I put it there. Hi mom. Is it time? We're going to marinate it, mommy. Okay. We're going to marinate it. It smells really good. With shrimp. Why are you whispering? Because I'm recording. Yeah. Okay, so with that, I'm going to close out this month's episode. I'm going to go cook some more with my mumsy. As per usual, thank you so much for tuning in and trying it. I'm wishing you all the very, very best. I cannot say thank you enough to the people who 
enjoy this show who this show touch and thank you so much for those of you that reach out to me to share how much this means to you I think when I go into these episodes a lot of the time I it's like a therapy session a little bit and it's it's I'm not I'm, I never know who's listening in to this thing I really feel like I often am just talking to myself and for the whatever time it takes me to record the episode it feels nice and then I get reminded that like, oh, people listen and that my words mean things. And I just want to thank you so much for listening. And I wish you like easy sailing. (laughs) I want everyone good in this world to have easy sailing. So again, thank you so much for tuning in and trying it. Um, I'm not, oh, Freddie's calling me. Freddie's calling me. Hi, Fran. Is something wrong? No. I'm recording on my podcast. Oh, hi. I was actually calling you to see if you're open to a consultation. (gasps) To have a meeting? No, I mean, no. Like, I'm trying to make food. Oh, (laughs) you know, I was going to text you earlier. I was going to be like, so what are you eating? Like, what have have you been, how have you been taking care of yourself? Smoothies? 